Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Lots of people are making money by writing books with other people. Lots of other people. These are called compilation books. And if you'd like to learn how you can make more money by creating your own compilation book, stay tuned because we'll do a masterclass with Pat Iyer on how she has worked with her clients to create compilation books that make her a lot of money and bring a lot of fame, fortune, publicity, and authority to the people who are in the book. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle. I'm a book coach, developmental editor, and ghostwriter, and author of Write Your Book in a Flash, and I'm delighted to to offer you this presentation today with Pat Iyer. Pat, take it away. The focus of this presentation is on what you can do as an editor or a ghostwriter or a book coach as a business opportunity to work with authors to create a compilation book. And I'll share with you some of the things that I have learned from my recent project, as well as what I have learned over the years as an editor of books with as many as 50 chapters, all written by different people. I have edited several of those books, but a compilation book is a different animal. My traditional publishers gave me a whopping 10% of the retail price of the books, or I should say the wholesale price of the books, when I served as an editor. And over the years, I've made significant amounts of money, enough to be able to afford a dinner, um, maybe a show afterwards. But when you're involved in a compilation book, you are opening up an opportunity where you retain all of the royalties and then some. So I'll share with you those concepts at the end and give you the results that I have obtained from my most recent book. I started publishing books in 1986 and I created this stack of books. There's additional ones since then. My first book was this little mauve colored one down at the bottom. And I wrote that book with two other people, and that led to a whole business being an expert witness and all the other books that followed. These hardcover ones were published mostly by Lawyers and Judges Publishing Company, and they are also ones where I recruited and worked with a group of authors to create their chapters. In a compilation book, You can have each chapter being written by a different person, or maybe two people will want to team up and do a chapter. This is different than the traditional definition of an anthology, where there's a collection of artistic works that have a similar form. For example, there might be a Bob Dylan anthology of his greatest hits, for example. In the way that I'm using this term, a compilation book is each chapter being written by a different person. There are a couple of different ways that you can structure a compilation book. 
You could, for example, have all of the authors answer the same set of questions, which is the case with a book that I released last year. About August is when we released this. And I gave each author who was an entrepreneur a set of questions to answer. And they could skip some questions if they wanted, but basically all of the chapters are around the same set of questions. You've probably heard podcasts like this. Uh, there's, they're famous for people who ask every guest the same set of questions. And some people find that a little boring. In a book, because everybody's answers are different, it is a a pattern that lends itself to some individualization. The other model for the book that I came out with um, about a month ago is that all of the authors write on a similar topic, but with their own take on the topic. So this book, for example, Medical Records Analysis, A Guide for Attorneys by expert Ellen Cease, has chapters on home care and critical care and personal injury and how you organize medical records, um, the value of working with a rehab nurse. They're all different types of legal nurse consultants writing about different topics. I find it helpful when working with authors to give them a written agreement I use Adobe Sign as part of my monthly subscription, and I can send out an agreement that I've created in a Word document. Adobe Sign converts it to a PDF, gives me a place where I can click where I want the person to sign, and then it sends it off to that person's email, and I get notified when it's signed and it's come back. Here are some of the components that you want to think about. First is to define the length of the chapter in the agreement. And in this most recent book, I had on the sales page that the length was 1,500 to 2,000 words, but I didn't put it in the agreement. That was an oversight. I got a chapter that was 4,000 words long, and it was co-authored by two people. I chose not to make an issue of it. I wanted to make sure that we included that chapter but I encourage you to put it in the agreement. There is no magic length for chapters. Some people who've given me feedback on compilation books have told me that they were allowed 500 words for their chapter. Well, that's a pretty short blog post. That's not a lot of words if you've made a significant investment. Due dates are critical. And in working with authors, I have found in every book that I have ever been involved in, there is always one person who wants to stretch the due date. There may be a lightning strike, a person who's diagnosed with cancer, a husband who's decided to run away with the secretary, somebody fell off a horse and broke an arm. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons and you never know in advance who that person is going to be. Um, emphasizing due dates, explaining that everyone else has turned in their material. No, you can't have another two months extension. May require you to take a very hard line. And you can, if you are planning to do this again, you can say you can be in my next book. 
or you can get a refund for that chapter. My authors always agree to market the book, sharing it on social media, which helps to make it a bestseller. And then they are entitled to purchase the book for their own use. My publishers have always given me a 50% discount. I gave my authors a 50% discount. These are books that go on Amazon through KDP, and I am the author of the book. So I'm the only person who can order copies at the author rate. And I'll show you how that translates into money as we get through this. And then what is the investment? Uh, if you've been around internet marketing for any length of time, you know people don't want to talk about the price. They want to talk about the investment. What is the investment for participating in this project? So starting backwards, how long do you want this finished book to be? That dictates the number of words and then the number of chapters. Attention spans have decreased significantly. Therefore, people are looking for shorter books. The numbers of words are coming down. 2,400 is a good number to shoot for for a compilation book, which would give each person 1,500 to 2,000 words and then their bio at the end of the chapter. So that means you need 12 authors to hit that goal. Then when do you want to publish? That's another target to think about and working your way backwards. If you consider a, a sales period and then a writing period, you give authors a couple of months for people who have never written before, that I think is a comfortable amount of time. For people who are skilled at writing, they could sit down in a weekend and knock off 1,500 to 2,000 words. And then the people who are the laggards. I had one woman who held up one of my books for six months. This was for a traditional publisher because she was in Iraq as a trauma surgeon. And we were trying to connect with her through her satellite phone. And the publisher was prepared to wait until she returned to the United States for her chapters, two of them in a significant size book. For you doing a compilation book, you can determine when is your date, the line in the sand. And when we cross that line, it's no longer possible to submit the chapter. And then give yourself a couple of months for editing, for getting the cover done, for the layout, for all of those pieces that need to be done to complete the book. When you expect the author to help promote the book, they need to have the book image derived from the cover. They need to have emails and social media texts that they can share, and that's your responsibility to give to them. And then a traditional bestseller campaign is usually run with giving several people or several emails leading up to the launch date, making it a 99 cent download for the day. Those count as verified sales for Amazon. And then you as the author can increase the price back up to the normal rate after that day is over. And as we've all been focusing on when we had um, Judith Breels come and talk about marketing. She stimulated 
me, she challenged me, what are you doing to help your authors do ongoing marketing to keep those sales up? And that's something that I am working on now with the authors. So as a result of all of the authors marketing that book over the course of a day, within about four hours, we were number one bestseller in four categories, including the uh, paperback version of one of these books, as well as the Kindle version. I talked about the, the purchase price in the sense that I, as the editor, can purchase those books. That book that I just showed you, the medical records analysis, costs $4.33 for them to print the book. If you published on Kindle or on KDP before, you know that you have to pay a print cost ranging from 2 to $4 or more, depending upon the size of the book. And as I mentioned, I gave the authors a 50% discount off of the retail price. Uh, and as well, they pay for the shipping and the tax. The investment for this project is varied. If you've got a membership program, as I do, I gave my coaching clients in the membership program a 50% discount over what I charged people who were not in the program. So for my first book, I ended up um, deciding on a $1,500 fee for the chapter. So the authors paid approximately $748 because it was $1,497. Uh, that's where I get the $750 price. You can charge as a compilation book editor what you think the market will bear. There is a whole range from $1,000 to $3,000 to $5,000 or more. And sometimes compilation editors add in other services like, you know, we will help set up a, a website for you and we will give you additional coaching and we will teach you how to become a public speaker so that you can use your book to get speaking gigs. That's all additional. I don't offer those services. You can, or you can find JV partners who would provide those to earn even more from that compilation book. Your role as the organizer is these pieces, which I will go through the recruiting, training, cheerleading, and then what you do as the editor. This project works best when you are recruiting people who see that they can have a direct benefit as a result of being an author. That depends a great deal on the author. Are they in business for themselves? Do they recognize the value of being part of a book where others are all promoting that book and sharing that book? Or are they in a position in life where they want to share their lessons learned and they want to be able to get the satisfaction of helping people overcome some challenges? That depends upon your audience and what they perceive as the values. So that's why it's helpful when you've got a group of authors 
who are all writing on the same kind of topic where there's good synergy between those chapter titles. I provided my authors with a pre-recorded video course in which I went through step-by-step -step how you write a chapter. I took slides that I had included in a course that I wrote on how to write a book. So I didn't have to create all of the content from scratch. I repurposed those slides and then I did a voice narr narration over the slides to create the videos. It is likely that you can give a person a, an ebook or a set of instructions or a handout to write a chapter. That is another way to come to a shortcut to teach people what your expectations are. They need to know about using headers and subheaders. They need to know how to annotate their chapter if they plan to include references. They need to know what they need to get permission for. You don't want any material in the book that is not attributed to the original source where you don't have permission to use the content. Uh, you want them to sign that they're not plagiarizing or taking anybody else's material. Uh, I think the next question that we probably will all have to face is asking people whether they used any artificial intelligence to write their chapter. That may be another step that we need to think about in the future. And then the third role for you is being a cheerleader. There are people who are overwhelmed with the idea of writing a chapter, but they want to give it a try. They want to do it. They gain incredible confidence by being part of this type of a book. One of the people who was in my business startup book said that he wanted to go back to his high school English teacher and say to her, look, you told me that I would never amount to anything as a writer. I'm an author in an Amazon bestseller book. I was so touched by his excitement. And for the, the book that just came out, it was incredible to see those types of responses from the people who are involved in the book. What a charge they got out of it, how excited they were, how proud they were. It's a wonderful thing when you can give people that kind of an opportunity. And then this last piece, I will go to in a little bit more detail of editing, cover, publishing, and promoting. If you are an editor, as many of us are on this call, but not everybody watching this program will be an editor, you're looking for consistency and formatting, making sure that all of the paragraphs are set up the same way that people are consistent in their use of heads, subheads, and that the material flows, that there's transitions between the paragraphs, and that the author keeps the focus, that that chapter is focused and consistently addressing the questions that are part of that material. If the author starts off a chapter with a story, it makes it more interesting or weaves stories in. So the editor may work with that person to help include those stories to bring the chapter to life. If you're not an editor, this is a good opportunity to outsource to an editor, somebody who is skilled at working with books specifically, 
And if you're working on nonfiction projects, then making sure that that person is comfortable and familiar with editing nonfiction books. I get my covers done on Fiverr. There are a number of places where you can get covers done. I found a person that I really enjoy working with who comes up with great images the first time. Uh, the cover design for the book that I just showed you was about $50. Then your responsibility as the editor is to upload it to KDP. If you don't have a KDP account, you can set one up very easily. And they've got a simple step-by-step -step process to follow in order to get that book onto their platform. If the cover fails or your interior fails, they tell you what's wrong and you have a chance to fix it and then try again. And then the promotion part is also your responsibility to write the emails that will go to the author so that they can share it with their lists and then giving them social media posts, um, as well as you can do videos with the authors, sit them, sit them down and have them talk about what they uh, covered in their chapter. And that also helps to encourage sales. I also did some videos myself on some of the topics in the book and posted those on my YouTube channel. A couple of little bumps in this process is a version control issue, which I ran into with a couple of the authors where I sent them back my edited chapter. And instead of them working on the edited chapter to do a second draft, they worked on their original chapter. I wasn't clear enough. They didn't understand the process. I now know. Uh, and having gotten some tips from Dan to make sure that I label the chapter with my initials, the date, the name of the chapter, so that that individual who gets the chapter back knows this is the version that you work with, not a prior version. And then I also had a few bumps with people who were not consistent in following my guidelines with using references. They used one system. I recommended they use a different system. We had to convert that into one consistent way of including references. Not all the authors included references. Only a couple did. But uh, those people who did required some significant reformatting of references. I'd like to talk a little bit about monetization. This is the last piece that I'll go through to show you how this translates into dollars and cents. I earned $16,323.50 in fees from authors. Now that included 50% discounts from 12 of the people, but then five people who are not in my membership program paid the full fee. And then I also have gotten income from selling those books to the authors. I required them to pay me in advance and to order books in units of 10. I make approximately $10 on every book. 
The book is on Amazon. This most recent book is on Amazon for $29.95. So roughly half of that is about $15. After the printing fee is paid for, then that leaves me $10 per book. And all but two authors of the 17 have ordered books anywhere from 10 to 30 books. I go into my KDP account, I order the books, I calculate the shipping and the tax based on what Amazon tells me it will cost to ship those 10 or 20 or 30 books. And then I invoice the author for the number of books plus the shipping and tax that Amazon has given me. Once they pay it, then I place the order and it gets shipped directly to them. And then there are the royalties on the book. As the editor and author in Amazon's eyes, you are the person who receives the royalties. I made a decision not to split the royalties among the 17 people. First of all, I don't want that bookkeeping hassle. And if you send a person a check for, you know, $7, they feel almost insulted. So my publisher long ago taught me that when you've got a lot of people involved in a book, don't attempt to split royalties. I have not yet received a, uh, a report on how many books have been sold, but I know that that reporting is available on Amazon. And then another monetization opportunity is for you, if you choose to, to say to an author, you know, you're struggling with writing, if you would like to. I will ghostwrite the chapter for you. That could be based on an interview with a person. Arbitrarily, I've put down $2,000. There can be a wide range in terms of what you would charge as a ghostwriter to get on a recorded call and to help the author get through that process of completing the chapter. None of my authors chose that option. This is a, a fee on top of the initial investment of the $1,500 in the model that I've just described. So in the next project, the next book that I will do, I will be increasing the fee from $1,497 to $1,997 for the chapter. And that's usually my model. Bring it in at a, a lower cost and then with time increase it. So I am ready to answer questions and elaborate and expand in any way that would be useful for you. Great. Thank you so much, Pat. This was truly a master class on this topic. I actually wrote down a bunch of questions and then you went through your presentation. I said, okay, she answered that question. She answered that question. She answered that question. So uh, you pretty much read my mind. However, I do have two additional questions for you. Uh, one, what rights do you keep or and what rights do you give away to the authors? Can they use their works in other places or not? You know, that's an interesting question. When I've asked the question to lawyers and judges publishing company, they have pointed out to me that the publisher keeps the copyright. And I have the copyright in this book. 
No one yet has asked me if they could provide their chapter to somebody else for some other purpose. There is, and I'm digging back into my memory from years ago when I worked with them, there is a copyright clearance or clearinghouse that you are supposed to go to in order to be able to pay for the rights to use material. But I am not an expert on that topic, and I have never used them. Okay. Uh, My second question is about the marketing. Um, Do you require the authors to market? I know you said you created material for them that they could market. Do you require them to market? And is there a penalty if they don't market? It says in the agreement that they agree to promote the book. Now, that's pretty broad language. And mm-hmm. you could argue if you were an author that if I posted on my Facebook page the day that the book came out, I have helped to market the book. Mm-hmm. I didn't put in a penalty for not complying with that clause. It didn't occur to me at the time. And it also is not my personality to to start finding people, particularly those in my coaching program who are paying me to help mm-hmm. them build their business. I think that would set up a real negative environment if I started saying, oh, you didn't post. And that would also imply that I was monitoring them and watching to see what they did. And I also don't want that responsibility. Okay, fair enough. Pat, how can people get in touch with you to learn more about this process? It would be contacting me through my email address, which is pat at patire.com. P-A-T-I-Y-E-R.com, pat at patire.com. Great. Thanks for being with us today and sharing this great information. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.